Welcome to Vignettes, the Emerging Writers Festival podcast. My name is Ruby and I'm the Artistic Director at EWF. I'm coming to you from the land of the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation. With live events not really being a thing in 2020, we really wanted to have a space where writers could share their work with our audience, kind of like they would at a live reading. So that's what we've decided to do with Vignettes. In each episode, we'll invite a few writers to share some work, guided by a loose nature-based theme. Our first season is titled Summer, with five fresh episodes coming to you throughout November and December as we head into the warmer weather. Yes, November is technically spring, but whatever. For this episode, we asked Philip Murray-Windsor and Victoria Alondra to respond to the theme of grain. To us, grain speaks to the smallness of something at its beginning, which is why it felt like a perfect opener for this new podcast. But it is also sustenance, building the fibres of being and, of course, going against the grain. We hope you enjoy hearing from these two spectacular artists. To get us started, here is Philip Murray-Windsor. Hello everyone, my name is Philip Murray and I'm a Ngarrabal and Wittiwai Murray from so-called New England. I'm an Aboriginal writer and storyteller and general troublemaker, and I'm passionate about protecting country, reviving language and culture, and bringing our people's stories to life. Today I'm recording this piece from Ngurumbah, which means homeland in our language, and is the name I've given a small piece of Ngarrabal Ngurumbah I take care of. Thanks to the generosity of hundreds of people, I was able to buy this beautiful property back earlier this year. Right now I'm sitting by my campfire, the moon is bright overhead, and I can hear the occasional night bird in the gum trees and wallabies shuffling around in the ferns by the pond. Behind me is a big shed I'm working to turn into a barn, with communal sleeping, cooking and living spaces, to turn Nurumbar into a space for resistance, recovery and cultural revival. Today for Vignettes by EWF, I'm going to be reading my piece, Scorched Earth. If you want to read more of my writing, you can find me on Twitter at P-M-A-R-R-I or on Instagram at Hot Chili Philly. Paradise. When white eyes took in the sight of Angorumbar for the first time, paradise was how they described it, a paradise that sustained our lives for a thousand generations, a paradise painstakingly made and faithfully maintained by gentle burning for lush green withan, by guni turning soil to plant and dig milan, by our ancestors learning country song. But then the invaders came, and they could only see our paradise through colonizers' eyes, where we grew gulu to bake the world's first bread. They saw a shortcut to keep sheep and cattle fed. Their eyes lit up with greed at the sight of our clean rivers and creeks, the sacred waters that hold our identity, our ceremony, our soul. Dreaming paths forged along sacred waters, desecrated by roots that lead stock to slaughter. And so began two centuries of violence, fueled by the white man's genocidal desire to silence country's cries, to suck it dry and turn our paradise into something they could recognise. A campaign of scorched earth determined to force our people to our knees, but without the foresight to see how it would hurt their children and their children's children. 
The first land thieves showed no embarrassment about their actions, freely bragging that they burnt our people's traps, smashed Maramban and Baragan and calculated the tax. As our people fled, they burnt the Ngurra where our children laid their heads to rest. They built fences and gates to lock the stock in and the blacks out. Their foreign beasts with hard feet Voracious appetites, never satisfied, destroyed the land and water upon which we relied. Our warriors, cut off from every means to feed their families, speared the thieves, cattle and sheep for food to eat. Their efforts at self-defence were met with brutal retaliation. The life of a sheep, justification for the attempted eradication of our entire nation, our food system's decimation laid the foundation for what came next. Poisoned flour left hundreds dead. These men were not shy about their involvement in genocide. We were doing the work of the government, dispersing the blacks, they proudly proclaimed. Their names survive in a nation whose foundation is genocide. As streets, as towns, as bridges, as rivers... Yet the names of their victims are lost to history forever. It may seem like ancient history, but make no mistake, the scorched earth campaign that they began continues today. Coal mines desecrate ancient song lines. Fracking drills like spears pierce the heart of our mother. Irrigators drain our waterways, countries' arteries and veins, and they run dry as global temperatures rise. Droughts like our ancestors never knew turn into fires that burn everything in their path. Country is littered with millions of bodies starved and burnt by our non-human family. But still the colonizers refuse to learn. When country suffers, we all suffer. And so, with ruthless efficiency, they incinerate all that surrounds them, fantasizing of an escape to a distant place that exists only in their imaginations. As the violence and destruction that have dominated this landscape since colonization rage on, I find hope for its end in a prophecy 130 years old. The droughts will not end until all the sheep die and the whitefellas leave this country. Then, as long ago, Blackfella country will have plenty. Thank you. Thank you so much, Phil. Next up, we're going to hear from Victoria Alondra. Kuala Tonale, my name is Victoria Alondra. I come from Anahuac, also known as Mexico. I have lived there for a short amount of time before my family and I were forced to move to Canada as refugees, spent a lot of my time growing up in Canada, and I've been in so-called Australia for seven years. I usually live on Aranda country. Um, sovereignty was never ceded there, but I'm recording this from Pitinjara, Anunu country, where sovereignty also was never ceded. I'm currently an essential worker and I get to exist in a space that's COVID free with like our town doesn't have COVID. We don't have any cases. So life's kind of operating as normal, which is such a privilege. And I'm very grateful and 
I send my love and solidarity to everyone out there who isn't experiencing those circumstances because it's really hard, particularly people who are in the big cities and lockdowns across the world. Um, my recording today is about maize mostly. Maize is a grain that's very sacred to us as people from so-called Central and South America. And it is the foundation of who we are as people. It's a food and it's a staple food, but also we dedicate so much of our um, creation stories to this plant and it is a really sacred one to us. So, Tlaso Klamati, I hope you enjoy this poem. The language you heard me speak in today is not Spanish, but Nahuatl, um, where my roots are from. And I'm still working to learn my language as we've been colonized for a very long time, but there are many people who are amazing and are reclaiming it and offering classes. And it's been such a privilege to me as someone who didn't get to grow up around language to have that. Um, yes, that's a little bit about me. I hope you enjoy the poem. This heart of mine, processed like maize with lime, nixtamalización, the foundation of our civilization. Food sovereignty is key to liberation. The stagnation of our identity reduced now only to blood relation. Land becomes secondary to so many of us through indoctrination. This confrontation of the psyche, a fractured vibration, a causation of colonized affirmations, spiritual sedation. I once did not understand why plants were worshipped. Disconnected from myself, God is a grain found in the small things. Our colonizers taught us to worship invisible men, instead of the woman who made miracles over the comal. God is a woman's hands held together by prayer for the land, surviving demand after demand and violent commands, the burdens that they withstand, akin to the motherland that understands there is no gender. Patriarchy expands the wasteland of the damned, led by blind, self-proclaimed visionaries with no regard for body or land. God is a grain, nourished by the rain, but the same water that cleanses can drown. Tlaloc, home is complex. Connection to the land fractured when you grow up in the projects. Diaspora leaves the spirit perplexed. ID checks treated as numbers and subjects. White mentality respects only the good immigrant. Assimilation was imminent. Young and ignorant, I too steeped my spirit in a proud disconnect. I prayed to their God, found nothing. I asked my country why we assimilate into erasure. Mestizo mirage, thirsty for illusions, striving to be the image of those who tried to kill us. We honor only half-truths of ourselves, grasp onto what's left after 501 years. Relatives handed me rosaries and Bibles, false idols. I rejected this with instinct they called tribal. Atheist after my sister died, I tried to find meaning in everything but myself. Went everywhere only to find my answers by the riverside, by the ocean at low tide, by the desert countryside, between the archways of my sides. The next time I am asked to pray, I will tell them. My skin's curves and marks are scripture and blessing. My braids more holy than rosaries. My tongue speaks miracles when Nahuatl leaves it. This body needs no reminder that it is sacred and I need no building to tell me how to worship myself. 
I pray to no God that comes through bullets, through the broken flesh and blood of my people, continuing today. Monsanto, Bayer, God is a grain, corrupted by chemical castration, seeds with one life only, poison fields, promises of harvest, sweet nothings, mass production, sugar-coated lies, program consumption, artificially produced dysfunction, based in the destruction of our lands, the seduction of our people. There is one species of maize for every language in Anahuac, appearing and disappearing as our languages are lost and revived. I wonder what color I will rise when my ancestor's tongue returns to me. God is maize, the foundation of who we are as people, a sacred plant for sacred bodies so powerful they had to dominate with their religions, and they could still not explain or contain our brilliance. God is a grain, hope after broken chains and bloodstains, liberation from poison and pain, critique of the colonized mundane, the sound of Coltrane in the rain, the memory of our ancestors ingrained in our spirit and brain, what we regain when we remember and hold holy, the land and our relations. That was Victoria Alondra, and before her, Philip Murray Windsor. Thank you so much for listening to Vignettes, the EWF podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please drop us a review, recommend us to your friends, and hit subscribe. And of course, stick with us as we bring you a soft summary vibe with more readings over the next few weeks. Maybe you'll even find yourself inspired enough to write to the themes we present in each episode and to share them with us on social media. Before we go, just a reminder that applications for EWF 2021 are now open. If you'd like a bit of insight into what we're looking for with our open artist callout, you can watch our artist information session at emergingwritersfestival.org.au or on our YouTube channel. We can't wait to read your wonderful applications for the 2021 festival. This podcast was produced by EWF program coordinator Millie Bayless. Our audio producer is John Chia, and our theme music was created by Two Care. You can find out more about the team behind this podcast and the artists featured in this episode on the EWF website. This podcast was created and edited on the lands of the Wurundjeri and Bunurong people of the Kulin Nation. We acknowledge that First Nations peoples are the first storytellers of this land and that their sovereignty has never been ceded. We pay our respects to elders past and present and to the elders of the lands that this podcast reaches. It always was, always will be Aboriginal land.